0: World, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the gripping imprint of boot on the i Gable, and you are listening to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on The Fringe FM. The Fringe.FM is the network website. Our website is www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you'd like to contact the show, you can do so on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings or by sending us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com. Dot com, r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. On Monday's show this week, we talked with the authors of What Really Makes You Ill, a book that I'm hoping for their sake and for the people who buy it or should buy it, for their sake as well, gets into the hands of millions of people. It's a fascinating book. I don't make any money promoting it, but it does make me feel good to know that a lot of the stuff in this book I've had knowledge of for a long time, I've shared with you for a long time, and to feel feel a similar connection with people like Don Lester and David Parker, people who are long-term researchers into health and nutrition and medicine and all this. Vaccinations, uh, viruses, bacteria, the germ theory, etc. To see them put so much work into it, it's something that really should receive a lot more attention, and uh, they just released it, so hopefully they're able to sell a lot of copies of this primarily to help people. That's that's the intention of it. That's the intention behind this radio broadcast as well here in The Secret Teachings. I was thinking that, I think it's what, the Discovery Channel? I don't have cable, and I don't have uh, television anymore. I got like DVDs, and I think I have um, like one subscription to something, but Is it the Discovery Channel where they do the Shark Week? I think that's what it is, the Discovery Channel. I thought last week we could do a health week because of all of the different perceptions about what is going on in the world and the methods by which we can keep ourselves healthy. And it's pretty much that simple. So we did the show with Don and David on Monday. My good friend uh, Jack from the Messenger of Information website joined us. And uh, last night I did a solo show called Masters of Our Domain. I have the power. And I, 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 I see, I, I should have used a different promotional image. I made a really cool one with um, this word. I don't know if you ever heard of this word. It's. Um, I'll try to pronounce it. quipedaliphobia It means fear of the number 666. And I edited this promo with like digitized background and it had a barcode. And I think it really related to 75% of what we talked about last night, which was about house resolution 6666 and allowing mobile health units to come to your home and do medical procedures and how that mimics the World Health Organization official saying that they'll come into your home and take people they think are sick but they'll do it in a dignified way. And how that relates to the patent, because, of course, Bill and Melinda Gates fund the World Health Organization now, and then Microsoft owns a patent for 060606, a cryptocurrency system with body activity. And then the quantum dot dye used for the tattoos Bill and Melinda Gates also funded, published in Scientific American, came out in uh, December of twenty. Uh, 20- Nineteen a couple months ago, the dye is supposedly going to be made with something called luciferance which is the substance that illuminates the end of the firefly, but Lucifer just means light in Latin, so that's why it's named that. so you have all these connections, and it's like I thought, well, that would be a really great promo, but then I thought, no, I like this he man promo <laughs> I made a I made a he man promo, and it's got He man, you know, I have the power. And instead of holding a sword, I put a fork in his hand, which I don't know. I, I I laugh at myself sometimes. And it's called Masters of Our Domain, which is, of course, is a reference to Seinfeld. Are you still a master of your domain? You know, Kramer comes and he puts the money on the table. I'm out. He's like, you're out. I'm out. I'm out, Jerry. But I have the power because we are masters of our domain. We have the power. And so last night. All the things that we talked about. I tried to do it strategically. About 75% of last night's show. First three quarters of the show. It's all about the 666 and the Luciference and all these other things that are very archetypical and biblical. And then in the last segment, I gave practical solutions and a logical, I view, a logical analysis of how we all have the power, not, not in some love and light, hippie, new age, David Wilcock way, but like how you actually have the power, how things that we see are complicated are actually much simpler. They're not that complicated. And how three quarters of the show can just be perceived as doom and gloom. But in order to exercise your power, you have to realize you have power. And to realize you have power means that you have to recognize that there are things that are trying to prevent you from realizing you have power in order to suppress you, to oppress you, to control you. So, rather than living our delusion as opposed to a truth, we need to know about all the so-called bad stuff. It's not to sell fear. It's to realize it so we can overcome it. And in the last segment, last night's show, we talked about how we have the power. And again, that's where I got the He-Man promo from. I love I love this promo. I wish I could use it for another show. I almost used it again for tonight's show because it's just so good. But I make, I make a lot of these promos. It's, it's something I do, you know, five nights a week for the show. So I put last night's show together, and then I'm thinking like, all right, we got Charlie Robinson on Thursday. We were supposed to have uh, Cassandra Blizzard tonight. She had to reschedule famous psychic medium. And we have M. Don Shorn for next Tuesday, and we have David Icke for Wednesday. I'm really doing my best trying to, you know, organize guests and all that. Sometimes it's just easier with having another job and recently have, having been editing my food book uh, for, a, for a new edition. It's just been something where I'm sitting here, and it's it's easier for me to sit down and put together a comprehensive and, 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 and guiding show, you know, as opposed to talking to somebody. but. I like to do that from time to time, whether it's a guest or it's a co-host. So tonight, my good friend Mike D joins us on the show, and and I know a lot of I know a lot of you listening. You like to hear personal stuff, and I want to try to do some more of that coming up. Although I always feel bad about talking about myself, but people are requesting like more personal stuff, background stuff, how you got into stuff. So I'm going to do some of that. I've still got a big thread on Facebook where listeners gave me. All of you gave me ideas of what to talk about. I might do a show where I just read through them all and then spend a few minutes talking about each point. I mean, people put on there everything from more health shows to Love Pass to things I've never even heard of before. And so that's all on Facebook. I want to try to do that soon. we got a lot planned for you coming up in the next few weeks here on The Secret Teachings. And uh, kind of one of the -the behind-the-scenes things that you don't get to see is that, you know, I do these different types of shows. We'll do shows on food. We'll do shows on you know, health and food, but that are unique. It's not like we're going to talk about food and tell people they're bad for. The only people that think that I'm talking about obesity in a demeaning way are people that are probably obese and don't want to take responsibility for their obesity. Because most people, even if they're overweight or they're unhealthy, which I used to be as well, very unhealthy and overweight, they're like, well, I didn't know these things, so thank you for sharing them with, you, with me. And that's why we do this show, to share this stuff with you. It's not to demean and make fun of people. But when we have co-hosts like we do tonight, (laughs) my good friend Mike D is joining us. It kind of sounds demeaning because that's just how Mike D and I talk. But it's not meant to be demeaning. And I don't need to say that, but I I feel a little bit obligated to say it. So we do shows like this where I'll do food shows, health shows, paranormal shows. We'll do guests of varying varieties, interviewing doctors and researchers and scientists, and the list goes on and on and on. Shows on the music industry, interviewing people on that as well. And then we have shows where I'm just solo, and then shows where I've got my good friend Jack on. And when Jack's on the show, there's usually a group of people that are like, well, I don't want to listen to Jack. I don't like him. So they tune out. And then I get a few other people that tune in because they're like, yeah, I like Jack. I like his opinion. And it's funny because when I have my good friend Mike on, he'll be on in just a moment, people do the same thing. They're like, uh, some people are like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> so they tune out. And then other people are like, I like this guy a lot. I, and they tune in. So you, it almost always balances itself out. And I've noticed that by trying to keep things, you know, balanced, relatively speaking, in, in homeostasis. This is health week here on The Secret Teaching. It's not shark week. But keep things in homeostasis and balance. I've I found that... Uh, you keep a, a balanced perspective on things, and, and listeners, you, uh, collectively, tend to respond better to that. And it's something I'm very appreciative for. I need to express that. I'm appreciative about that. And uh, all the people that have bought books, that have subscribed to the show, all of this, it's, I'm, I'm very appreciative. So I appreciate you supporting The Secret Teachings, which also, by extension, supports The Fringe FM, And it supports you because you get quality content, great guests, timeless subjects. And we do things here that are very, very unique. And even more unique than unique because we're able to say a lot of things here. And There's no reason for excessive cursing. There'll probably be some tonight with Mike D. It just happens. But there's no need for excessive cursing. When I'm talking about saying things, I'm talking about just expressing how you feel, you know, saying things that are unpopular. That's what free speech is about. And as a radio host, I have an an opportunity and I have a requirement to share with you objective perspectives, which is not really done on radio, interesting, entertaining information, having interesting, entertaining guests. And also, it's my responsibility to do this in a way that is beneficial to everybody listening. And I feel, I mean, that's my perspective, that when I do a show and I present this, whatever the topic might be, I try to do it in a way that is geared towards every single person listening. You know, that might not be a great way to advertise or promote myself, but it is a very inclusive environment. But that inclusive environment doesn't mean that I'm virtue signaling to one group of people because I don't need to tell you that everyone can listen to this show. You know that you can listen to this show. And some people are offended. Fine. You don't have to listen to that particular thing, but those people come back because they want to hear other things, and that's fine too. So I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna have Mike D on. Might get a little raunchy. We'll try to keep it cool. We'll try to keep it clean. We'll try to keep it more than anything entertaining right here on the Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. Again, Mike D, my good friend and co host of 10 years. He's been with us for 10 years. He's coming up next, right here on The Fringe FM. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the Archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info thesecretteachings.info or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable.com at Yahoo.com. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana, with hundreds of beautiful images. If you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry, check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you and The Fringe FM. Alex Hi, I'm Alex Exum. And you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email r.d.gable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page,
1: facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at
0: www.thesecretteachings.com. The Secret Teachings is the middle ground between the mainstream and alternative, between the official story and clickbait conspiracy. It lies between man's lack of critical thinking and his acknowledgement of discovering the patterns of nature. This is a radio show of objective analysis from the occult to pop conspiracy and health. A show we call The Secret Teachings. You can catch the broadcast Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM. The Fringe and www.thesecretteachings.info secret Gable, and you're listening to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM. The Fringe. FM is the network website, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, the email, rdgable at yahoo.com, and the social media page, facebook.com forward slash the Secret Teachings. I was thinking over the weekend that this week should be a week on health. You know how they do like a shark week or something on the Discovery Channel? I thought this should be health week. All right. Because a lot of people are scared, they're afraid. And that fear and that terror and the feeling of being scared comes from the unknown. It comes from confusion, misleading information, information that is intentionally meant maliciously to be misleading, disinformation. They're misinformed, disinformed, and ill informed. About everything from viruses and bacteria, as we talked about with Don Lester and David Parker on Monday's show, What Really Makes You Ill, to the simple lifestyle changes that they can make to eliminate their reliance on modern chemical, petrochemical medicine, shifting their reliance instead to what they do and do not put into their body pertaining to actual foods, which are defined as. Nutritious substances. And if it does not have a nutrient dense combination of ingredients, of elements, of compounds, then it's not a food. A Snickers bar is not food, it is a chemical processed concoction, as are Starbucks flavored drinks and most fast food. Sure, you might get a nutrient or two, a vitamin or a mineral in a salad at a restaurant. But it's not the same as eating a whole foods, plant-based diet, which personally I advocate for, but I'm not expecting everybody listening to live that lifestyle. We just know from scientific research that is unbiased and not supported by the meat industry that says eating meat in excess is good. We know that's not true. You get colon cancer. People have a very, very... uh Unbelievably, huge misconception of what is considered healthy because of the confusion, again, the misinformation, disinformation, and the ill information, thinking that we need only protein to survive, thinking that we need only calories to survive. We're counting calories, we're counting carbohydrates, we're counting protein. Meanwhile, vitamins, minerals, all, oh, and don't forget about things like fiber, the explosion, no pun intended, but the explosion of of gastrointestinal digestive problems is, from what I see, from what I read, it seems to be going up and increasing in a way that is just unfathomable. And there are really simple ways to fix a lot of these problems, and I think it's because they're so simple that it seems as if something so simple could not be the solution to a perceived complex and confusing problem. But when you look at the problem through a simpler lens, you realize the problem is actually really simple and the solution is even simpler. Combine the two together, you solve the problem. It's not that difficult. But because, again, of the misinformation, the disinformation, and the ill information, we have been led astray from simple decisions we can make to take care of ourselves. Tonight, joining me on the broadcast here in the second part of the show, from the first hour going into the second hour, is my good friend and co host, Mike D. Mike D joins us tonight on the broadcast to talk a little bit about health and some practical applications of health, especially something like a diet. Mike, you know, people say they're going on a diet. I say, I'm going on a lifestyle, because a diet has an inherent implication that it's temporary. And if you want health, health is not temporary. If you have disease, disease should be temporary until you come into better health. But it seems like today we are unhealthy and we opt for temporary changes to experience what health would feel like, but since it feels really bad because of the detox and the nature of the chemicals we're addicted to we think that healthy eating and being healthy in general is somehow really really expensive and it's really scary and it doesn't taste good that's only because the natural biological processes in the body have been hijacked by chemicals and our perceptions have been hijacked by advertisements it's just not something that should be this confusing what do you think mike
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Just, just first to start off definitely as a caveat, you know, I only in the last maybe, well, oh, it's been a while now, like 12 years has have I really switched up my diet. I mean I used to eat garbage too uh, before I was made aware of what was going on. And I had a couple of health issues that were kind of changed my outlook on what I was eating. And uh, once you do that and you get over – Certain foods, which is quite easy to do, by the way. And if you try to go back to those certain foods, you'll just be disgusted. For instance, uh, I remember uh, I, I quit KFC. Um, and then uh, a couple months back, I went through the drive-thru because I was in a rush or something. And I got a, a KFC sandwich and I ate it and I almost threw up. I threw it back in the bag, uh, I threw it out, and I was like, you know what? That's it. Never, never again, and that was like God eleven years ago, and um, that's the switch your body will tell you once you make that change. Where it's just you can't, you'll never go back to those disgusting foods.
0: Once you go healthy, you never go back. I wanted to tell you something today, Mike. I I had a really uh, a really nice day. I got some peanut butter and some Granny Smith apples. I got an orange and a banana and some water, and I went out to. um I did some work this morning, but then I went out this afternoon to a to a local park. And I just want to share this brief story with you and <laughs> with all the listeners to, I think, exemplify. It exemplifies the problem that you wanted to discuss tonight and the problem that we are facing globally as a group of people collectively. I'm sitting I, I go to this park and I sit down on this bench, and to the left of me, there are two ladies. Younger ladies, probably in their 20s, 30s, and to the right of me are two older ladies. Now, age doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it, but I'm just painting a picture for you. On the right side, where the older ladies are, they're sitting over there. They actually had a bottle of wine, and they're out in public. They were enjoying themselves. Everything else is locked down. And as I walk up and I sit down on the bench, these two older ladies are talking about how everything in the news is a lie and how it's manipulative and it's based on promoting a fear response in people, scaring people, getting them to acquiesce to things they normally wouldn't do. And I'm sitting there listening to these two ladies talking. I'm like, yeah, they get it. They get it, right? And then the problem that we have, I think, Mike, is exemplified by this situation where I have on my right side two people talking about how corrupt everything is and the lack of responsibility people take for their own health And then on the other side, there are these two girls that have to be probably in their late 20s to early 30s. And for about an hour that I sat there listening to these two ladies talk on the right side of me about how everything is fake and how we need to take responsibility, these two ladies on the left were talking about Tinder and how many guys they've banged in the last month. So I think that exemplifies the problem, not just of people that are informed and not informed, but it exemplifies the problem of where our priorities are.
1: Yeah, exactly. 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 It just shows like, well, I mean, the younger people too. Uh, I mean, it's the total dating situations have changed with these online apps. Um, the value of someone is just they swipe to the left, right, if you don't like, think they're physically attractive. And that's kind of human nature, but uh, – it's just, it's different. It's different, but you don't really know the person. And on a second glance, even from some, somebody's pictures online, they looked, they might look totally different in public, but you never gave that person a chance because you, you swiped, uh, what is it, right or left, one of the two? <laughs> you,
0: you swipe know. in one direction or another. But, but, but the reason I bring this up to clarify is it's the same thing when we look at and talk about food. We want the convenience of the food. We want it prepared for us. And for that to happen, we have to take things that are alive, that are full of nutrients, and there is enzymatic activity, and we kill them, process them, and then we consume them and call them food, which by definition they are not. So we have people that are consuming things that are making them very sick and wondering, well, I'm eating a healthy diet. I'm eating kale chips and I'm eating natural cookies, why am I still fat? Why do I still feel terrible? It's because you're not eating real food. So it's very similar to the dating scene, and it's very similar to how some people are totally aware of what's going on, and others are completely lost in la-la land.
1: Right. Well, I have a a theory on, well, it's not a theory at all. It's uh, when this whole, whole COVID-19 started and the toilet paper started flying off the shelves, which and certain supermarkets and everything else, they're still empty. Now, I was thinking to myself, you know the reason really for that for the people? is because a lot of these people, the diets that they eat, uh, they're fat, they're overweight, they're diabetic. Their bowel movements are so disgusting that they need extra toilet paper to uh, clean themselves. Um, and that is one of the reasons why they, a lot of people started stocking up on toilet paper is because a- they just, their digestive systems are so – out of whack and, and just so, so effed up that they need more toilet paper than you should actually use.
0: I mean, I don't use that, that much that's toilet what paper. I, that's my thing.
1: Cause I remember like seeing like, you know, uh, I had toilet, I have ta- toilet paper. So when I was at Target. Just, uh, I had to get something else. So I remember uh, just the hoarders of the toilet paper at Target, uh, were overweight and, uh, out of shape. You know, I'm thinking to myself, well, no wonder there you go. <laughs>
0: You know why they have these problems is because of the lack of dietary fiber, which you're going to get from Whole Foods, not the grocery store, but you're going to get from Whole Foods. You're not going to get that from excessive meat consumption or processed foods. So this is why we have a lot of digestive problems because of the lack of fiber. Everyone gets, you know, sexually excited about protein. Where are you going to get it? Where are you going to get it? Where are you going to get it? I'm going to get it in vegetables, moron, because most vegetables have as much protein in a serving as does a steak or a piece of chicken. I mean, hell, a cup of oats has almost 30 grams of protein. So we get, my, we get our protein from vegetables. We get our exactly. protein from grains.
1: No. no, yeah, no, you're right. The protein myth uh, has been pushed by the media. The only people that need that excessive amount of protein are maybe massive uh, bodybuilders, weightlifters. The average person, uh, they're way, eating way too much protein that is not needed. And they're just, they're just they're ignorant of the fact.
0: Right. Well, this is why we do shows like this to inform people of these types of things, because we lack fiber, but we have an excess of protein. We need to bring the protein consumption down, and we need to increase the fiber consumption. We also need to bring down the consumption of processed fake food fast products, and we need to increase... Now, wait a minute,
1: Ryan. Wait a minute. You sound like a communist telling people what to eat. What if I want to eat Taco Bell 24-7, seven days a week? I, I, don't I have that Right.
0: That is, And see, you know what, that's a really great point. When you think of that idea, it does sound like I'm telling people what to do. But I don't care if you eat meat, and I don't care if you eat Taco Bell. Here's the thing. You can eat that way, and you can suffer the consequences of it, but don't expect me to pay for your health care, one, and don't expect me, as a representation of collective society, to take care of you when you are fat, sick, and nearly dead to quote a famous documentary it's not my responsibility it's your responsibility
1: exactly that's a good answer that's a good that's, and that's the way it should be because yeah I agree with you I shouldn't have to pay uh, my my health premium should not be higher because I have to support someone who has bad eating choices
0: yes yes uh,
1: and then I uh, and then people who want to go to work and start this economy should not be held hostage by the 0.003% who might die if they get COVID because they are out of shape, obese, diabetic. uh, The list goes on and on and on for health problems. Uh, If you're in that uh, 0.003%, stay your ass home, wear your mask, wear your gloves. Uh, Everybody else that's healthy, we we should be, uh, again, out working, living.
0: Yeah, Mike, I had a doctor today tell me that he had a patient a long time ago who had diabetes. This is another exemplification of the problem. And this patient years ago said that he wanted to, you know, he wanted to change his lifestyle. And uh, the doctor said, okay, well, you're going to need to change, you know, your eating habits. And um, the guy said, well, I don't want to do that. (laughs) the doctor said, Well, I don't know what else to tell you then. If you don't change your eating habits, I can load you up on thousands of dollars of medication, but it's not going to fix the problem. And so I guess the guy stayed diabetic with all these medications for many months, maybe even a couple of years. And then one day he decided he's going to do the diet change. And within a very short period of time, a month or so, he lost upwards of 20 pounds and was able to wean himself off of his diabetic medication. And so this is one of the monstrous myths of modern medicine and chronic diseases, is that once you get them, you've got them. And that is something that could not be further from the truth. Once you've got them, if you continue to do what you've always done, you're going to always have them, and you're going to make the problem worse. But if you change your diet-slash-lifestyle, which is what it really is, there have been countless numbers of people who have been able to reduce and limit get off of their medications, lose weight, feel better, reverse heart disease, and reverse diabetes, among other things. And these are scientifically documented cases all over the country, all over the world. And it's also just common sense. I really don't need a scientific study to show me that eating plants is going to make me healthier than eating processed packaged potato chips every night or cookies. I mean, it's really a no-brainer. But lifestyle choice is the number one factor, Mike. That's the big problem. We have to take responsibility.
1: How how resilient the human body is that you can cure yourself once you stop doing what you're doing. Which, when you stop poisoning yourself, the body can cure itself.
0: Yeah. What did What did the comedian Bill Burr said? He said, "If you eat your way in, you can walk your way out," and that is profound. Right. If you, If you eat your way in, you can walk your way out. You know, you have to be able... to well,
1: yeah. I mean, it's really base, simple, base, base, basic math on if you're gaining weight, then you're taking in more calories than you're expelling. So you're, uh, why am I so fat? Why am I not losing weight? Well, what are you eating? Well, I'm eating this and this and that. Okay, what's your calories for the day? Oh, I, I don't really know. Well, how much exercise are you doing? Well, I, I take a walk, uh, you know, around the block. Well, how many miles is that? Well, I don't I don't know. I don't know how many miles. Yeah, it's just, it's just like... Well, then, if you don't know the data, how are you going to figure out what you need to do to lose weight? You know, If you know your calorie count is, uh, I don't know, 10,000 calories that you had for today, you need to burn those 10,000 calories off.
0: But if your calorie count also includes calories that are empty, that do not provide any nutrients to your body... They call them empty calories. They're useless. They're worthless. So you might have got the calories you needed or stayed under the calories that you were supposed to have. But, you know, personally, Mike, I can eat as many calories as I want in plant-based foods. Literally, I can, I stuff myself in plant-based foods. I don't gain weight. I just get and feel healthier. And any problem I've had over the last 10 years has vanished and gone away. I mean, not everybody has the same experience. Some people have other kinds of ailments and some people are experiencing, you know, chemical traumas. They're traumatized in some way. They've had other injuries. That's very, very relevant. But the nature of, of, for example, the Centers for Disease Control publishing statistics every couple of years, they did this again in 2014, showing that 40% of deaths from each of the five leading causes of death in the United States were preventable, Mike. Preventable. And that also means millions of people that suffer and spend tens of thousands of dollars on medications, sometimes even with insurance. All this, almost half of it could be eliminated. That includes heart disease, stroke. That includes respiratory problems. Unintentional injuries are also in there, but we can separate that. But it includes cancer. It includes things that are not only reversible, they are preventable, and that's just the deaths As a result of having those conditions, it doesn't account for all the people that suffer throughout their lives, primarily as a result of the medical establishment trying to treat those chronic problems when those things could be reversed and prevented with a lifestyle change.
1: Yep, I mean, there's a lot of companies online that will even ship uh, organic, non-GMO food to your front doorstep.
0: Yeah, but see, then I got to prepare
1: the meal yourself.
0: Then I got to get up and get it. I,
1: I understand that costs money. But you can you can do it yourself at home, but I'm just saying the people that have extra income can afford it and want to eat healthy. I mean that's an easy first step.
0: Well, then I gotta get up and get get it when it comes to the door, Mike. I, I don't want to do that. That's too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta kind of put it in the oven and, and hit a yeah. couple buttons.
0: No yeah. thanks. Well see see that's the other yeah. thing is those
1: are the same those are the same people that um you know are still wearing ma- wa- still wearing masks. Yeah, And I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're out there and you're wearing a mask and you're in good health, uh, You know, it doesn't really matter your age unless you're 80, 90, and in uh, and, and bad health. But if you're uh, in decent health and you got a mask on, you know what you're doing? You're just spreading fear, and you're spreading chaos, and you look like a moron. And, and p- it's not, wearing a mask is not the new normal. It will never be the new normal. And if you think that's the case, you're a fool.
0: And potentially making yourself sicker in the process.
1: By depleting your oxygen, you're breathing in. What do you the body needs oxygen to heal? You got a mask on? Guess what's happening? You're not getting the oxygen that you need.
0: Some say that you still get the oxygen, but we know that the British Medical Journal there was a story published in 2015, a big study about masks, and they showed that most particulates not only get through the mask, but wearing a mask can also cultivate an environment that when you're breathing in the materials that you've just breathed out when you're breathing in the carbon dioxide and this little moist packet in front of your face it actually yeah. leads to respiratory infection it's only meant to prevent like blood splatter and like yeah, semen exactly. splatter or something i don't know you know i don't know if they have semen splatter got, in a hospital if you got a but...
1: mask if you got a mask and it's made in china then you're 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 beyond a fool yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the people who are so scared, but there was a good quote. I think the people that are the most afraid to die are the ones that are the most worthless. <laughs> and, um, that's a pretty harsh quote, but.
0: Do you know that that's, that's totally true. I just thought about it for a second. I thought, you know what? I'm not afraid to die. That must make me worth something.
1: Yeah. You, you know, you're, you know, well, you, <laughs> you know, the esoteric principles of death, right? And rebirth. And, um, you know uh, people that know that are necessarily afraid to die but you got the people that are so mind controlled um by media by religion that they're so afraid of death that they're going to wear their mask and follow every rule these are the people that are order followers or uh, you know they're conformists and um they might actually be worthless <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's no, no, no. That's that's one. I've been laughing the whole time. I, I had mean, to, here, here's a good point. We talked about this.
1: We talked about this the whole breakout, and we talked about the military and police. Um, and thank God, you know, in certain news stories, there are sheriff, county sheriffs, uh, police that will, are not following the rules, are not enforcing the rules, are not arresting people, but then. And actually, this one uh, police officer in Seattle that just got fired, kind of said he was expecting more officers to stand up for the Constitution. I saw and that. He was disappointed, disappointed with his fellow police officers because, like I said, and we talked about this and we, we I think uh, I don't know if I remember giving any percentages, but uh, to me, it was going to be the police. If this happened and, you know, the Constitution was going to be stomped on, you were going to get 70 percent of the police military force following the ripping up of the constitution and you're going to get a 30% uh, of those people, military and police that will not do that. that will follow the
0: constitution. So you, you know, got
1: 70 versus 30. That's not a good percentage, but at least it's something.
0: What what was that quote again? Give me that quote again.
1: Oh, geez. I the, the people that are most afraid to die are the ones that are worthless, most you,
0: worthless. You know who those people are, Mike? Those are the same people that when you say, You don't have to follow unconstitutional orders as a member of the military or police, etc. They say, yeah, but that's the rule. That's the law. It's like, no, the Constitution is the law of the land, not what your superiors tell you. Yeah, but it's the law. It's like when I go to a hospital and my son's born. They tell me you have to get these shots. I say, "I'm, I'm going to opt out. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Here's the opt out form. But it's the law. Show me the law. What do you mean? Show me the law. Well, I don't have the law. Well, then you're not going to enforce it, are you? I'm opting out of what you opted me into without my consent or knowledge. You know right. what those people exactly. are? They're also afraid of dying, I'm sure. Useless.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I just, can't, I, I just can't stand it, man. I these, these people that uh, think this is the new normal. I see all these commercials, all these corporate commercials. And oh, yeah. You've seen them, too. It's disgusting. You know, stay, stay home. You know, and uh, come on, play checkers with your dog <laughs> and stay home. You know, just all sorts of this mind-control programming that thinks that, that, that this is okay. Now, as you know, uh, Los Angeles County, uh, they initiated another three-month lockdown. That's three months of another quarantine. Uh, how many people – do you think – what are your feelings? Do you think a lot of people are just going to lose their minds and start to rebel? Or are you going to see – the masses, uh, again, mind-controlled and do nothing about it.
0: I, I think based on the logic of consequences, people will acquiesce to what they're told or what it's implied to them to do out of fear of not conforming, being looked at as you know, uniquely different in a bad way, as a threat to others. I mean, I'm sure that there will be a lot of people, there have been protests, demonstrations, which have, of course, been incorrectly labeled as supporters of QAnon or donald trump when they're just like business owners that are like hey let's reopen the economy which which by the way i I thought that was really interesting where you see these people that are they're not even really protesting they're demonstrating they're saying hey we'd like to reopen please there's two things about that one if if you have a mass of people that want to reopen just reopen just collectively reopen the police are not going to shut down every business first of all second of all The people that are like, well, these are just a bunch of Trump supporters and fascists and they're a bunch of KKK members, really, because what it sounds like to me are people collectively getting together of all backgrounds, all races, all creeds, all nationalities and of all levels of income. And they're saying, let's go back to work. We would like to work. And they're being told by people who don't want to work to get back in your house, get back under house arrest, put the mask on, put the handcuffs on, don't come out of your house so they're basically being told by people that present themselves as being concerned, they're being told by these people who are actually fascists that they're fascists because they want to come out of lockdown and open businesses. You see how it's reversed?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally reversed. Just like you know, the vast majority of things on this planet totally inversed and and backwards. Like food. You know, but you got but you got these exactly. You got these these, these morons, you know, these, these people that, uh, you know, well, here's, a, here's, a, here's an example. I had to go into Fresh Market to get something. I think, I don't know what it was. I think it's just orange juice or something. But so they had a sign on the front that says, um, please uh, wear a mask, uh, something to, uh, what did it say? Please wear a mask to respect others or something like that. I didn't have a fucking mask on me, and I wasn't gonna go buy a mask, and I wasn't gonna wear a mask. So I just rolled up in there without a mask <laughs> on, and I had some people look at me. But I went up to the—I think I went up to the bakery too, and uh, the lady's like, oh, she had a mask on. I didn't have a mask on. She didn't say anything to me, and I went and got my stuff, and cashier didn't say anything to me. Uh, I think she had a—I don't know if she had a mask on. She might. Have, so you but have to play vast on. majority. Of- the vast ahead. majority no. of people in the store had masks on. A couple people did, and we kind of looked at each other, gave each other like the the heads up, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what time it is, dude. So, exactly. So you got to play on their then,
0: you got to play on their fears. You know they're not going to say something to you because they're terrified. Yeah. You know, and if they do, just like you know, put your hand to your mouth, think for a second, cough, and they're going to run. <laughs> or, or better yet, better yet, if you live in a liberal uh, pile of trash like I do. Uh, unfortunately, what you do is you go out in public and you start telling people that you know are totally left-wing Marxists, not typical liberals, but like they're hardcore Marxists. They want a revolution so they can feel empowered. You just go up to them and be like, oh my God, did you hear? Donald Trump said we should totally wear a mask. Dude, they'll rip the mask off, throw it on the ground, they'll piss on it, stomp on it, burn it, bury it. That's that's my next plan, by the way. I'm going to tell people that Trump said we should wear a mask. All the liberals are going to rip him off.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Trump is all the masks are being issued by the by by Trump.
0: Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna put a signature on them just like the check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what a fiasco that is. I mean, you have uh, the Nancy Pelosi trying to push another bill, another trillion. Yeah, with dollars a bunch of a racist that has
0: bunch of racist that stuff has in all it.
1: This, oh, yeah, has a bunch of racist stuff, a bunch of garbage in it. Um, Planned Parenthood funding. It's like what for a, a virus? Are these people stupid? Or I, I just I, I just can't believe it. I don't think. It, well, you know it what passed. they are. The Senate will they're, block it, but
0: they're afraid of death is what they are. So okay. they're, they're virtually useless. <laughs> useless. Well, I you know,
1: mean, Jesus, Nancy Pelosi's got to be close to it. What is she like? Eighty?
0: Yeah, you get people like that that don't just like comfortably retire. You know, when they've got all the money in the world, and they've I saw one of her houses and. In California, it's just San Francisco or San Francisco. It's unbelievable. It's like multi million dollar mansion. It's just so anyway. You know, you've got people like that. They look like the Crypt keeper. They look like the uh, tales from the Crypt, That character with you know with with that. that's what that's yep. what she looks like when keeps, i look
1: the at her keeper yeah so it's like the she, they got to jiggle their mouth around her biden and a bunch of other ones because their false teeth like jiggle around so they can't <laughs> some words come out weird where they got to jiggle their mouth around you know it's funny that you got all this money right but yet you're you're still pushing an agenda and still have a job uh it makes me wonder like okay well it doesn't make me wonder i know why because you're controlled And you're told that this is what you're going to do. You're going to run again. You're going to stay in that position. You're going to push this agenda.
0: And they're they're basically slaves. Yeah. Yeah,
1: they're basically slaves themselves. Yeah, they go back to a million-dollar mansion, but she can never really retire.
0: And you you know what the magician does? The magician who makes a deal with the devil or with the demon for worldly power. And at the end of that contract, their soul is now due. So a lot of magicians will do whatever they need or want, they think, that they need to do in order to appease that demon and let them live a little bit longer so they'll stoop to some of the most horrific acts, the murdering of children, etc. A lot of old stories like this, right? That's what these people are, because they're what? Afraid of dying. And the people that actually work for it are not afraid of dying, because they realize that a day of hard work or a lifetime of hard work requires a much-deserved rest.
1: Yep, I mean, you have real patriots... Uh, past, present, and future.
0: Just like Tom you know, Brady. Give
1: me, give me liberty, give me liberty, or give me death.
0: You got patriots like Tom Brady. Now he's in Tampa. No. Can I, can I, don't, I?
1: I don't watch. I don't I watch don't. the NFL.
0: I don't either. I just saw it because I. Anytime I see Tampa in the news, I look but at I, it. But I
1: know you're right. I did. I did see that on the news. He got. He got uh, traded Tampa.
0: He also got. Speaking of this, Tom Brady actually got. I read this article because it said Tampa, so I looked at it and it said Tom Brady, which I don't know why he wasn't doing this in his $71 million mansion on the water, but he was out at one of the parks in Tampa, and I guess some guy who had a very small penis came over to him and said, hey, Tom Brady, you can't work out here. We're under quarantine. Go home. You know, some guy's on a power trip. He's like, I'm going to tell the Super Bowl champion he's got to go home because I make minimum wage. I don't know if you saw that. That was, that was a real story. Yes, I
1: remember that. Yes, I saw that. I saw that the opposite would be Cuomo – CNN Cuomo saying that he's quarantined and in his basement for months, and then some <laughs> um, guy on a 10 speed catches him outside, questions him, and the guy he spazzes out and then wants to fight him. Why are you asking these questions? What what, what business is this to you? And the guy was like, "Well, you you said that you were home quarantined in your basement." Uh, he's like, "Leave me alone." And it was just like he got busted.
0: Now, was that the one? Is that the which brother is that? Is that the one with the pierced nipples?
1: No, that's the, that's the CNN. That's, that's the hack from uh, CNN. I'm talking CNN. about the CNN reporter hack, yeah. Did you have your You're look, talking about the mayor. mayor the uh, governor. The, mayor, the governor. Yeah, the governor. With, with the governor. nipples.
0: <laughs> with the pierced nipples, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know if I've seen that photo. And it's very hard to, to, <laughs> to Photoshop pierced nipples under a shirt. So yeah. when I saw that, I was just like, are you kidding me?
0: Well, I, I zoomed
1: up on it, and I, to, in, to my knowledge, and it looks like to me that yes, isn't pierced. He,
0: he went down to Claire's at the mall and got him pierced. <laughs> However, you do it nowadays. He's another
1: one. I mean, they have these people that are like so deviant that get caught, that they get blackmailed. That that's right. This guy probably has his has his anus pierced. <laughs> he, he probably has all sorts of shit going on there. And uh, another one, and that's that's so he's on. So he's on the. Democratic side, and then as a Republican, you have many too. You have Trey Gowdy, who to me uh, comes off like um, he's definitely has some uh, homosexual vibe. Not not saying there's anything wrong with that, but he's married and straight. But I'm saying that he's also blackmailed because he was probably on film banging some dude. uh, That's how it's done. Married in a family man.
0: That's how it's done. That's what the the whole Jeffrey Epstein network with the intelligence apparatuses in the U.S., the U.K. and Israel was all about blackmail. And we talked about that for years until it was finally yes. demonstrated to be actually true. Of course, after he dies, and then people become more concerned about how he, you know, did or didn't die, as opposed to what he did during his life. But separate subject. But yes, it's all about blackmail. All about blackmail. Let me let me ask you let me ask you this question. And actually, before I ask you this question, I want to pause for a moment. I want to let you know that you're listening to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast five nights a week, Monday through Friday. At the new time, 11 to 1 a.m., 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. U.S. Pacific time. That's 2 to 4 a.m. U.S. Eastern time. And another episode of The Secret Teachings, a rerun, will play right after this broadcast tonight. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website. You go there today, you can find my books, and you can find our archive. A lot of free shows. A lot of free shows with Mike D. as well in that archive. A lot of great guests. And... If you'd like to subscribe to that archive, that's what supports the show, the network, the Fringe FM, and it supports you. Literally thousands of hours of great content. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email if you'd like to contact us tonight. We're just having a fun conversation. We had some great guests Monday. I just wanted to have Mike on tonight. And i got to ask you, Mike, i got to ask you this. When's the last time you ate a Dorito? You
1: know what? I never liked them. Even when I was a teenager, so it had to be. And I tried them before, but that was at least two decades ago. Was one the last time I had a Dorito? All
0: right, I want to tell you. I want to tell you a, a joke, and then I want to tell you the. I'm going to give you the punchline to it. Okay. Yeah. This, this is, and it's going to be a long one of those like long-winded Family Guy jokes. All right. This is the ingredient list to a standard Dorito, which, by the way, I used to inhale these things as kids. Uh, as a kid. Doritos contain the following, whole corn, vegetable oil, which includes corn, soybean, and sunflower oil, and or salt, cheddar cheese, milk, cheese culture, salt enzymes, maltodextrin, whey, monosodium glutamate, buttermilk solids, Romano cheese, part skim, cow's milk, cheese culture, salt enzymes, whey protein concentrate, onion powder, partially hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oil, corn flour, disodium phosphate, lactose, natural and artificial flavor, Dextrose, tomato powder, spices, lactic acid, artificial color, including yellow 6, yellow 5, and red 40. Those are the three of the, the worst ones. Citric acid, sugar, garlic powder, red and green bell pepper powder, sodium cassinate, disodium inosinite, disodium gunolate, nonfat milk solids. That sounds good. Uh, that sounds like it's curdled. Whey protein isolate and corn syrup solids. That's all in a standard Dorito, dude. A standard Dorito. you want to hear the punchline?
1: Go ahead. Sock it
0: to me. There's a company called Barnana, and they make a chip. These are the ingredients. Plantains, coconut oil, salt. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen
1: those ingredients before. Or is it like three of them.
0: Yeah. Plantain three chips, potato chips, yeah. three, four ingredients. Yeah, they even make like, uh, I got an oat milk now that I've been buying. It's, it's a company called Malk, M-A-L-K. It's three ingredients. It's oats, it's water, it's salt. And, and and i mean i've eaten i got these plantain chips for example a company called barnana and uh kind of got addicted to them for a while they're really good and uh it's one of the very few things that's processed that i eat i go through little phases and i just like i ate those and i still felt like i'm i'm doing i'm doing some harm to my body in some way and then i looked at the ingredients for doritos and i thought yeah i can keep snacking you know what i mean mike <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, well here can I let me read the ingredients for all you Chick Fil A eaters out there, which you know I can't blame people for thinking that if they're just not doing the research or whatever, I'm thinking that Chick Fil A is better than McDonald's for fast food and it's it's not, it's equally bad. So you got chicken, which is boneless, skinless chicken breast with rib meat, salt. Third ingredient, monosodium glutamate. Just a, a disgusting. A disgusting additive that you should never put in your body. Next, you have sugar, of course. Again, something that you should probably try to get down or stay away from. Spices, paprika, uh, bleached flour, malted barley, niacin, iothin, riboflavin. Sugar, again. I'm not sure why there's sugar listed here. Twice sugar, salt, monosodium glutamate, again.
0: Double, double MSG.
1: Double MSG and double sugar.
0: <laughs>
1: double shot. Double shot of MSG. Uh, f- spice, soybean oil, color, which is paprika. Yeah. So you got your G- you got your GMOs in there. Pasteurized, pasteurized, not fat milk. Pasteurized egg, fully refined peanut oil, with di- flung, <laughs> an anti foam agent. What the? F-?
0: Got to have the anti foam uh, agent the, in there.
1: Yeah. Then you have the bond. you got wheat flour, olive, niacin, blah, 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 water, sugar, sugar again, yeast, wheat, uh, gluten, and then says contains two or less of the following ingredients. But re- uh, I mean, who is really checking, right? So you get soybean oil again. You've got cured wheat flour, vinegar, uh, enzymes, mono monoglyciates, monocalcium phosphate. D A T E M. I don't even know what that is.
0: D A T A M. Datum.
1: Yep. Datum. Yep. It's like all a cousin of
0: kratom. Like kratom. Datum.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but it's all in caps. D A T E M, and I, I don't even know that what that is. Uh, then you have uh, potassium sorbate, natural flavors, fo- uh, polysorbate eighty. That's fantastic. Yellow five and blue one. So you got yellow five and blue one in your chicken sandwich. Isn't
0: isn't blue one like a football term? You know.
1: <laughs> I think yeah. I think uh, <laughs> back in the day, uh, what's his name? I used to don't call know. Call it out a lot. Peyton Manning used to call out blue one.
0: Blue one, yeah. So 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 what you read, and that's just a chicken sandwich. What I read in in a, in a simple bag of standard cheddar Doritos. I mean, it might sound like there are a lot of ingredients, but it's kind of like a mixing board. Like, you look at the mixing board I have here on my desk. I've got, like, six pots, and then I've got three additional ones for the main volume, etc. And I, I only use, like, three or four of them. I use the main volume. I use your line, Mike, or whoever's on Skype, or the call, my microphone line, and then my other computer for music and stuff. So it looks really complicated, but it's really not. And although these ingredients look really complicated, it's essentially all the same ingredient. It's basically corn, soy, wheat... Dairy and food coloring, which is a petrochemical that is extremely toxic to your body, especially the yellow dyes. So it's like a mixing board. It's just a mixture of chemicals that make it look and taste and feel like something that's real, but provides no nutrients whatsoever for your body. They might throw a few vitamins in as a consolation prize, but it's not real food. And neither is a Dorito. A Dorito is not real food. I don't even know how that can be considered Anything other than like I I I would imagine that if like aliens came to this planet, they would be very confused about the things that we eat. And in yeah, fact, I don't think exactly. it, I don't think if there were like reptilian cannibal alien or not cannibal, but reptilian aliens that would that would eat us, I don't think they would eat us. Actually, I think they would look at what we're eating and they would see us as junk food. I think maybe you yeah, you I think, me. I
1: think I think they go would, ahead. I think they definitely have tried uh, and and have. But yeah, I don't think that we're in the market for you know, like prime beef because I'm sure, uh, you know, with the chemicals we have in our body, these beings would not uh, be able to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm telling you. In Uh, fact, uh, I got.
1: uh, Hey guys, you don't know about aliens, okay? They don't. They'll. They what they do is they they take your blood. And your and your insides, and they rub it on their bodies because that's how they absorb the nutrients. They don't eat you, okay? Most oh, of them don't have mouth.
0: I see. Oh, yeah. You got that from an insider, huh?
1: Yeah, I got that from uh, an insider. Insider.
0: Mm. Who had
1: that's been giving me information for twenty years and has never been caught by uh, the military, and he's above top secret, secret level.
0: Who's also never <laughs> been? Who's also never been correct, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. Hey, I got I got I for everybody listening, I got a little bit. Mike D and I go back a long a long way. We used to do college radio together. I want to I want to take take us back to a, a nostalgic time when we used to sit down in studio and we we'd rip on Starbucks beverages. But it's really just any beverage at any, you know, coffee place. But we'd rip on Starbucks beverages and we always talked about for years, Mike. I mean, we talked about for years on Rollins College Radio in Orlando, Florida, we talked about for years how these Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes did not contain pumpkin. I got in so many arguments with girls in particular that are like, no, it's got real pumpkin. It tastes like it. I'm like, y- you are so stupid. It's a chemical that mimics pumpkin. Didn't matter. And then a couple of years after that, we were we were on Dark Matter Radio before we got kicked off there too. <laughs> and, and this story came out about how Starbucks acknowledged, yes, we do not use real pumpkin in our lattes, in our Frappuccinos. And rather than there being an, a, a backlash of like, well, well, one from the FDA for false advertising, and they should be fine for this at the very least, but the customers were like, uh, well, that's okay. I still prefer the chemical flavor. And so it was like after all, the, all these years, they admit that they've lied to you, and then you just go right back to them like an abusive relationship. So, again, this is exactly the same kind of, 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 of thing that I was talking about earlier pertaining to like dating and food. The profiles are fake. The ingredients are fake. People are fake. The ingredients are fake. And then even when you get caught lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, gaslighting, the other person just keeps coming back to you. They keep buying into it. It's the same exact kind of thing. It's really disgusting. But the reason I bring this up is because, you know, Starbucks has this thing. What are they like? Quarterly Frappuccinos or seasonal Frappuccinos or something, Mike. You know, with the yeah, pumpkin, something,
1: something like that. Yep.
0: You you remember the uh the 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 unicorn Frappuccino?
1: Oh God, yeah. So what that, they marketed that through vir- uh, viral uh, millennials to say, "Oh, look, look at the it's it's and it, the campaign actually went good because these fools uh, through social media got promoted like it, it was a special thing."
0: yeah oh, uh, I remember so that. everyone
1: out everyone went out and, and tried to get it.
0: I remember that yes, and I remember when we looked at this, one of the the, the most disturbing things about this particular list of ingredients I'm not going to read all of it, but it's basically like Doritos or the chicken sandwich is that this thing contains ingredients like like this, for example, pink and blue fairy powders. Those are not ingredients. Th- th- those are terms in the imagination of, of, of a nerd somewhere. Fairy powders are not real. And yet somehow s- Starbucks can list that as an ingredient and, it- and it's legal.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that is, that is hilarious. You know, Starbucks to me has always been trash. Uh, the owners of it, uh, since it was taken over by corporations, uh, by a corporate uh, entity, the coffee itself has always been, to me, super bitter and nasty and overpriced. And I'm thinking to myself, J- just get up a little earlier and make it for yourself at home. You'll save more money, plus you can get organic, uh, non-pesticide beans. And then you can add uh, you-, you can add actual pumpkin spice uh, powder that's organic and actually is pumpkin spice and add it to your coffee that way yeah a, but i'd rather
0: i'd rather pay for it than i got to get up again i don't want to deal with all that you know what it reminds me have you ever seen that episode of sunny in philadelphia where the characters walk a day in the other shoes do you remember that
1: i barely where, barely
0: so i'll just for those of you who've never seen the show there's this character he's really he's kind of dirty and crazy his name's charlie and he's you know he's in his apartment. It's just disgusting. He's got trash everywhere. He he doesn't he doesn't even use his bathroom. He he pees in like a can. And and his his paint. Yeah 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 he sniffs paint. he pain. no, he,
1: eat, he he actually eats paint. he eats he eats
0: paint. Yeah yeah he eats paint. I like the one where they gave him the uh, the the pear. He's like dude did you eat that whole pear? He's like yeah I ate the whole thing. He's like the sticker and the stem. He's like yeah I eat stickers all the time. <laughs> so so anyway in this the, this episode. He switches places with his friend named De, uh, DeAndra and they're in the apartment, and he's explaining to her how he lives his life. He's like, all right, you know, we, we got to do this, 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 and this. He's like, you know, we, we you know, pee in the can. You know, right before bed, we huff a bunch of glue and eat a bunch of cat food, and then we feel real sick, and so that helps us go to sleep. And you want to do that quick because there's going to be about 10,000 cats outside, and you're never going to get any rest. And she's like, Charlie, you're, he's like, this, my life is miserable, though. And she's like, your, your life's not miserable. These are all things that you're creating to make your life miserable. You don't have to huff glue and eat cat food. And that that is, dude, that is the epitome of the problem with food and health and nutrition. It's like, well, I got to take these medications and I got to get up early and exercise and try to lose weight. And I got to go on these diets. It's like these are not real problems. These are problems that you've created that you now have to deal with that you now expect other people to pay for and also deal with. You deal with them. You change your lifestyle. These—I just remember that line. These are not real problems, you know. Right. But, but you've created yeah. these problems.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's all in the—it's all in the head. It's all in the mind. That's why this virus is what uh, a lot of people have been talking about. Uh, that is going to cause um, PTSD syndrome, in a lot of people just because they're so fear-based that it's going to—it's going to be haunt them for the for the rest of their lives. Can yep. you imagine yeah, that?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, well it's but that was but that's part of the agenda though. So that's so it's so it's working.
0: I saw these well, when I was at the park earlier today as I mentioned earlier. I saw this um these 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 two girls prior to the story I told earlier. I was at the park twice. I came home and got some snacks and went back and I saw these two girls walking and one of them was very large and the other one was relatively skinny and uh they they're walking together without masks. And then they sit down, but they sit on two different benches so they're not too close to each other. But they were just walking and talking, as far as the eye could see, without masks, right next to each other. And then they sat down more than six feet apart from each other. It's like, where is the logic in any of this?
1: They're so scared, and uh, so—the herd mentality is just so strong, they're just— one of those people that, uh, I mean, they're probably People magazine readers, you know. They want to do what the stars are doing and wearing, like, quote-unquote, stars and yeah. celebrities. Yeah. They're just, uh, they really have no life of themselves um, for themselves. They just do what others tell them to do. They have no creativity. Uh, they're afraid to go against the norm, you know. It's what, just, did,
0: um, what did uh, uh, Dr. Faust or Fauci, or what uh, Clyde Lewis calls Dr. Strange Glove, uh, what did yeah. <laughs> what did he, what did he say? He said, "You know, we're never going to shake hands again. We're thinking about immunity certificates, and we're not going to go back to normal until you have a vaccine." And then he's like, yeah. then he does an interview and he's like, "But you know, if you meet someone on Tinder who doesn't cough or sneeze, you can get together and bang them." It's just like, are you serious? Do the guys on video audio saying that?
1: Unbelievable, man. Yeah, because he's a sick individual. He's a little gnome. And the other one is, <laughs> is a, is, uh, is a rat-teeth
0: What scarf
1: is that? that 70s scarf-wearing whack job who, uh, you know, they both went off these models from this company that said 2 million people were going to die. Uh, and then they backtrack and say, well, the numbers were off, you know, but we, it was off because we did a lot of prevention, which is complete bullshit. Yeah. Uh, they're just, they're both liars, and you can tell that uh, F- Focky is more controlled, um, can handle it better than the rat teeth can, because rat teeth, uh, she looks down, she <laughs> stutters, she shakes, she knows she's lying, you know, she's trying to control it. Uh, Saki will, will lie to your face, look you dead in the eye. The other one has a little bit of a problem up there lying. Uh, but Focky, he's got no, no problem lying. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 Dr. Strange Glove does not have any problem lying. And I got to ask you, that, on that note, I got to ask you this question. What is the deal with, I don't know if you saw this, Fauci, Fauci, whatever his name is, he and the nipple-pierced governor of this terrible state that I live in, this isn't even a state, this is a commune at this point, this guy with the pierced nipples, these two, these two people, Strange Glove and Pierce Nipple, they've been rated like sexiest men alive. What is wrong with people?
1: Bob, probably by CNN or MSNBC. Um,
0: yes. well here
1: I got something else too that's this that bizarre that I showed to some people and I'll tell you the reaction that I got. Yeah it's, yeah uh, yeah. Melinda Gates uh has a picture where you can get online
0: where she's a man. It,
1: type in, well, yeah, well she looks again like a man in this picture but she's wearing a cross that's upside down uh, uh super visible obviously if you zoom in by a little a bit, a bit you will see that it's a, an upside down inverted cross that she's wearing.
0: That- um, that's so when she looks at it, it's right side up.
1: Right. Well, I showed that to some people, and they're like, oh my God, you're right, that's an upside down, yeah, that's true. And then another comment was, well, well that's the cross of St. Peter, it's upside down. I'm thinking to myself, how many people, Christians, wear uh St. Peter's cross, uh, you know, how supposedly he was crucified upside down? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. That's even tr- if that's even true. How many how many people you see wear upside down crosses, and they're like, oh, what is uh, so you're a saint this? No, this is uh, St. Peter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how you hide under the that's how you hide under the cloak well, well here let's play it let's play so, it this it, way so you
1: have you've got chelsea clinton that was actually had uh also another necklace an upside down cross. these people are so brazen that they're wearing these symbolism there's the symbolism is no longer hidden right it's no longer uh, mixed in with other objects they're they're straight up wearing what they are straight to your face
0: that 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 girl is disgusting chelsea clinton she is gross oh my god she's
1: a nasty nasty individual she's a nasty woman
0: She's a nasty woman well well, what's like with saint peter so let's let's play it like this saint peter was crucified upside down because he didn't think right as the story goes he didn't think he didn't believe that he he um was worthy of being crucified in the same way as christ so if that's the the faith, if that's the belief, then what I think is Bill Gates and Melinda Gates should go on national television, and they should inject themselves with each of the seven vaccines that they're funding, that they want us to take. They should walk in the footsteps of Christ, and they should sacrifice right. themselves for the rest of us.
1: Well, remember a couple years ago where the European uh, Union leaders got busted for getting the vaccine without yeah Merkel. With the crap in it?
0: Yeah, Merkel. Yeah, Merkel and the whole German parliament got it. They got
1: like. The so-called quote, clean vaccine without all the additives and uh, preservatives yeah so they get a clean one which i still wouldn't take anyway but the masses get the dirty aluminum disgusting autism and people want to wonder where like autism just immediately just springs springs up from the ground out of nowhere and one in five i think that's the number you can look it up to correct me i think one in, i think it's one in ten children will ha- get the autism which is unbelievable
0: it's unbelievable and whether it's that's unacceptable. The
1: right number or not, whether that's what I know or not, there's a, I just know from personal experience of friends and family members that uh, having children with this disease and then you see the, all the clinics popping up more than uh liquor stores. You see the autism school for kids that have autism. It's like what what the, is going on here? The
0: autism school. Yeah, and everybody's got a bumper sticker with some with some puzzle pieces that say I have an autistic yeah, child and like, they're they're proud of it. What well,
1: You know, you would think if you had an autistic child, you'd try to figure out where that came from other than, uh, you know, obviously, yes, some people have it in their genes. But I'm thinking that's very low in a percentage-wise that this is coming from somewhere else because just because of the spike of uh, of this uh, issue.
0: Well, it would be like—
1: I don't want to call it it disease, but uh, it's coming from somewhere that's not natural.
0: Okay, so if my son Fox— knock on the proverbial wood, if my son Fox was retarded, I'd love him, but I wouldn't put a bumper right. sticker on my car that said, proud parent of a retard. You know, the, the, these are not conditions that we should be glorifying. Proud parent of a morbidly obese child with type 2 diabetes.
1: Right. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's really not. I mean, I understand that uh, where the parent is coming from, that's not the right kind of mess. The right kind of message would be like, you know, trying to find a cure. Uh, you proud, know, well, where proud, did where did this come? Like, ask proud a parent. Put it in and a sticker on your car and put it at, like, where did where does autism come from? Question mark. Put yes, that on your car yes, and ask yes. people questions.
0: Otherwise, it's like it's like virtue signaling. Like, ooh, look at me! I have an autistic child that I love. You should. You should look at me and you should think that I'm a good person because I love my autistic child. It's like the morons that put stickers on everything out in public that are like, if you're a black or a Jew or a Muslim, you're welcome here. Well, moron, most businesses, all businesses, welcome everybody because they want money.
1: Where are they at? Like 1955 in Mississippi? Yeah. Is that where you're at?
0: Yeah. Are there like black people? You're
1: living in the wrong time, time (laughs) and place.
0: Are there black people going to water fountains that are segregated? Blacks use that bathroom. Whites use that bathroom. But no, no. I mean, it's almost getting to the point now where it's like uh, there was another great episode of Sunny in Philadelphia where they were with Danny DeVito. They were talking about the bathroom situation and they're like, well, maybe we should have a specific bathroom only for minorities so they feel safe. And he's like, well, you know, what would we have the for the other bathroom for white people? He we'd have one that and he Max said we have one that would say no minorities allowed. <laughs> that's the idiocy <laughs> of where of where we're going with this.
1: Yeah. That's just the the uh I don't want to say the retardedness, but I guess it's I will right. it's, I'll, it's I'll, retarded. where people's where people's thinkings are at. You know, oh minorities welcome here. Why wouldn't why why wouldn't they be?
0: Yeah, why would why wouldn't it be? Is
1: Publix is Publix not welcoming them? <laughs> with a big sign. No minorities here.
0: Yeah, they're getting kicked by out. By the they're...
1: way, Publix. By the way, Publix. And then I probably got ten more minutes. And I got to roll, but Publix. I tried to find. I did an experiment at lunch today. <laughs> I went to Publix and I went into the bakery section, which is huge. And it's funny because it's right when you walk in, everything is positioned for a reason. Everything is. Branded for a reason, but that's a whole different. Show. They call it priming. I go in there and I start looking. Uh, I go into the bakery section and I start looking for something that is healthy uh, to eat. I'm thinking uh, a muffin. I'm looking at muffins. I'm looking at um, not even so so much healthy, but just the just the the overall what's in the bakery. So I'm looking at cookies. I'm looking at cupcakes. I'm looking at cake, and. I'm reading the ingredients on the back of these on every on everything. Everything there. Even the the so called uh, you know, healthy, health wise brands that they have there. All complete garbage. Cupcakes, two, two paragraphs of ingredients, cookies, paragraphs of ingredients, all sorts of dyes and artificial flavors. Yeah, and I used to shop there uh, nothing, too, isn't it?
0: Like it's like tiny fine print too. It's not even like ingredients you can you really
1: read. Got, you yeah, exactly, you got to hold it up to your face because it is tiny. Because they had to fit all that shit in and two paragraphs.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Some of those I remember. One of them, I, the last time I was at a Publix, that's where I used to shop. I'm not even sure if they they sell real food there. Um, but there was like a cupcake, and I rem- I think you sent me a picture of this one time too, because uh, I I also saw it separately one time at Publix. But there was like a cupcake, and it had a a label on it that you peeled back and it, like, extended. It was like a Playboy fold-out, but it was a fold-out of ingredients. I know you've seen that before. It's unreal.
1: Yeah. No, I've seen it. Dude, you do do not...
0: You don't need that many ingredients to make... Like, you want to make a cookie? Like, even if you're going to make it with the typical sugar and butter, you only need, like, five or six ingredients. What are they putting in this food at Publix, Mike?
1: (laughs) I don't know, but you're hard-pressed to find anything... Uh, good at public. I mean, you can. They, there are you can find some decent things. You can just get some organic vegetables, but uh, I'd say a good seventy percent of the store is, is garbage. Trash. Is, it's is, just is garbage. To- it's toxic. It's toxic. So you got uh, yes. Shopping. You're shopping for about thirty percent there.
0: And, and uh, at most. And by the way, the definition of food is a nutritious substance. If an item is not nutritious then it is not by definition food. Furthermore, if an item includes ingredients individually or collectively that can cause any kind of adverse effects that are not anaphylactic, but effects that can debilitate parts of your body, then by definition those effects are the results of poison, meaning that what you just said, Mike, is 100% by definition correct. If it's not nutritious, it's not food. And if you're eating stuff that's not nutritious... And if it's not food, it's literally a toxin by definition.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. And the people want people get confused on why, you know, cancer exploded out of the scenes here in the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. That's because of prof core. So just what you just said, the toxic food, the toxic um uh, ingredients even in uh dishwasher deter uh detergents, um I mean everything, everything. I think that's what we said before on the show. I mean the first thing you got to do to protect yourself is get a good water filter um, for sure in your kitchen and definitely in your shower. And then you got to – even like soaps and shampoos, you should look for uh, natural – I don't want to say the word natural, but uh, the cleanest you can get for some soap and and shampoo, which they're out there. You just have to – go to a couple of health food stores and you can get some good options on that. Even on Amazon, there's options for that. But, and then moving into maybe even a dishwasher detergent, looking at clean dishwasher detergent because most of them out there are just straight poison and then you're washing your dishes and your knives with that and then you're eating with it. And you're like, oh, well, that's I mean, it's just a little bit. But you're, you're doing it every day, though. That's what you yes, don't understand. it's accumulative. You know, I only eat a Snickers uh, you know, twice a week. Well, you're eating the Snickers twice a week for how long? Well, I eat it all the time. Uh, every week you're eating two you, Snickers. You know, you know who at, says that?
0: You know who says that? Someone less advanced in mental, physical, or social development. And you know what that is? That's retardation. <laughs> right. And you know right. what You know what else? Those people, I bet you are terrified of dying.
1: <laughs> yeah, and those people are also the Snickers... Twice a week, Snicker eaters are also afraid of dying.
0: Yeah, that's why they're eating the Snickers because they're trying to cope that's with so, life.
1: I mean, it's so funny that like the advanced cultures, like death was to be celebrated. There was, you know, parties. It's like, hey, man, you moved on. You know, if you want, you come come back. You got yeah. out of the that your this meat puppet socket. Congratulations, and then you had the kind of uh, Western funerals that everyone wears black. Everybody cries and looks down and. Some weird priest does some ritual, you know. It's
0: just like <laughs> so that, that that also shows you it's a it's a cultural it's a cultural thing it's it's a, tra- a traditional cultural thing because it's not yeah. it's not necessarily I mean we feel those things we feel grieving and mourning but sure, th- sure. there should be there should be a, a degree of happiness and I think to clarify what you're saying because I I've said that before in the past to people are like oh you are saying I should commit suicide it's like again. Let's go back to this definition, less less advanced in mental, physical, or social development. Did I say commit suicide, moron? What I said, what Mike said, what others have said, is that we shouldn't mourn death and we should be be maybe, you know, be a little bit upset. Hey, you know, someone died. I'm not going to get to spend time with them anymore. But maybe they're not in a better place. But still, you know, I'm not going to be really upset about this. Let me at least be neutral, maybe be a little bit happy have have a party. that doesn't mean offing yourself, and it doesn't mean taking a demise pill at thirty years old. okay, this isn't Logan's run
1: right exactly it's 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 a celebration of the person and which and in most cases should be should be happy
0: yeah and if you're and, and if and if you're one of those people who are afraid of dying, you probably didn't do anything in life to be celebrated anyway, so maybe uh we should we should mourn at your funeral. What a waste of life of life. He could have done so much, but all he did was eat 75-ingredient Doritos, and he drank unicorn frappuccinos. He could have done so much in life. You mourn people who accomplish something, you know, who help right. people. I'm be, I, know, right. I know I'm know, i being crass.
1: That didn't, you know, I mean, uh, you got to do it. I mean, living uh, for self gets boring real easily, you know, figuring ways to help others and— to do things to help others and to enlighten others i mean that's where the that's where the joy comes
0: yeah. well yeah and you know and you, don't, you don't
1: have to learn you don't have to learn that from david wilcock either i gave it to you free
0: free Tonight. free right here free. on the secret teachings mike d the mist mystery teachings of mike d mike's mystery school mystic mike mystic mike, mike. yeah mystic mike matt we can't say magic mike that's copyrighted but you know mystic mike Mystic yes. Mike's Mystic Mike's Mystery Wait, Mystic Mike's Magical Mystery Teachings. Only 3 easy payments of 13.33.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, I, I do I, I you know, I 777.
0: And you don't and you don't have a 501c3, you have a 501c33. Got you an extra 33 I
1: have a 501c3PO.
0: A 501c3PO. Now what is that, Mike? What exactly is that? Does that How does that work?
1: I don't know. I just, I just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You I was give trying that money to banter. To ex- C three C- C- PO is my accountant, so he told me to use. Oh, it.
0: I see. I see. I see. What's
1: what's what's? If we want to go on a tangent, what's <laughs> the first gay Star Wars Star Wars character? So of all the gays that complain that you know there's no gays in uh, Star Wars, I, I think you're wrong. From the start of the first movie, C three PO was in it, and that, and he's he's gay. He's a gay he robot. Was,
0: he was a flamer. There's no doubt about that. You know what's you know what's funny, Mike is like uh, what what you what you say, what I say, what a lot of other people say, it's it's like stuff that a lot of people want to say but they're too scared to say it because of political correctness and all these other things. So it's like people will be offended, but on average when you talk like this, you tend to get more respect from people because I'm not talking in a derogatory manner. I'm talking in a, in a in a collective manner, like, hey, Mike, you want to make fun of me? Make fun of me. I used to be fat. I used to eat bags of Doritos. I used to be a moron. Now I'm not because I took control of my life. I don't think that we should uh, we should have so many um, you know personal issues with the way that other people think and talk. Let's just have a conversation. What happened to joking? Remember, like on the Chappelle Show, they had a they had a a, a, a racial draft. Where like the blacks oh, yeah. and the Latinos yeah. and the Jews all drafted different people, that was hilarious we can't you can't do that anymore
1: no that's so ridiculous, man, even watching some of those nineties in living color skits um where they had handyman and uh, yeah, yeah, they had Jim Carrey as the as the gay guy, and all sorts of different stuff. Um, you could you can't do that anymore, which is so sad.
0: Well, what what, what is comedy now? It's like thinly veiled political commentary passed off as satire by people like the fat, bloated Alec Baldwin who pretends to be Donald Trump and say things that Trump didn't actually say. That's comedy nowadays?
1: Right. The comedy is some guy wearing some tidy, super tight black jeans with uh, some stupid pineapple shirt with big black ring glasses and purple hair talking about Trump. Yeah.
0: That's, or, that's comedy. or some fat woman like that slob Amy Schumer and her disgusting relative, you know, who was who <laughs> who was talking to a chair. Remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking tra- to a chair. I mean, uh you had so you had so many people that, you know, went after a Clint Eastwood when he did his whole chair routine, but that was just a a joke acting. This guy was legitimately talking to his chair or <laughs> yeah, the uh, in the like, house. The Get out of here! Was, like looking at him, had to look down because she was so like, what is what is going on here?
0: You know why he did that? Because he he finally ate the Tide Pod.
1: <laughs> well, I think he's part of the tribe of Abraham. Myself, yeah, no, so. that's that's, that's uh, a good and, chance of that. And that tribe of Abraham, and this is a complete different show. But to me, that tribe of Abraham is descended from some t- type of uh, alien being that they still pray and worship.
0: Yeah, yeah, this this is a whole different you're right, that's a whole different show. But you know what I, I wanted I wanted to parallel what you said about the tight jeans wearing black rimmed glasses, purple haired hipster comedian and then and that is the disgusting piles of trash like Amy Schumer that make jokes about like, well you like my vagina smells. You know, yeah. everybody thinks it's hilarious. It's
1: nasty, nasty. Nasty.
0: Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's disgusting. Since when did that become comedy? That's not that's why that's why you even have liberal comedians like Jerry Seinfeld. Who's like, I'm not doing comedy anymore. Like he can't make a joke.
1: Yeah. No, it's 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 just ridiculous, man.
0: Well, I got I got I got I got one last question for you, Mike. Well, maybe I got two questions for you. One is there anything else that you want to talk about before you go?
1: Um. I think we I think we covered a little bit of the of the spectrum tonight, so I'm I'm happy
0: with it. Is that the is that the puzzle piece autism spectrum?
1: Yes yeah, sure, yeah. yeah.
0: I love how they call it a spectrum too. It's like if your kid it's like well we're gonna you know, they sit you down and like all right we're gonna we're gonna determine today, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, if your child has any mental problems. Now do they get hungry? Yeah, they get hungry, all right. Do they run around and play? Yeah, they run around and play, okay. Right. Do they sometimes go to the bathroom? All right, your kid, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, has advanced autism. You know, that's literally right. how it's diagnosed. It's bullshit. ADHD, attention deficit disorder, attention hyperactivity disorder. I mean, how many more, how many more letters can we add into these words? We, we, like osteoporosis, it sounds good. Well, it just means you have hollow bone because you drank too much milk. Or your body's too acidic?
1: Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, again, has to do with what what is the number of of vaccines they want to give kids nowadays? What is it up to, like 40?
0: It's close to 40, yeah, by by like 6, 7, 8 years old.
1: And then what was it in like the 70s, like 7, 10, maybe max? It was under a dozen. Under under a dozen. Yeah, maybe a
0: baker's dozen, but under a dozen around there.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, Mike, so there you go. those
0: have been proven safe, just like all the chemicals in your 35-page ingredient list from the cupcake at Publix. They've all been yep. proven safe. But then nobody ever asks, well, who proved them safe? What does safe mean? It means without risk. So a lot of these things do have risks, so they're not safe. But even if they were safe by some definition, how can you justify putting all these chemicals together? have you tested every ingredient on that cupcake to see if there isn't an adverse reaction based on chemical interactions? It's like that that's, exactly. that's a major part of the problem.
1: Yeah. And the FDA, which is a corrupt organization, they don't care. You know, they see some doctored uh, medical peer review uh, bullshit and then let these artificial ingredients and preservatives pass when you know, in Europe some of these ingredients have been banned for the last twenty years. Come on.
0: And yeah, and there are likewise are things in the European Union that are legal and things that are likewise li- illegal there uh legal there that are illegal here. Like food dyes, for example.
1: Right. Yeah. Craft macaroni and cheese.
0: That is the one of my <laughs> here, go ahead and let let's let's get a lawsuit going. What what is the, what is like the worst food the worst company in your mind, and then we'll let you go. What is the worst food? Like, what is the worst thing that you could possibly eat? Maybe you could two or I three think things.
1: Well, well, I think I, I can't really give you that, but I can give you, like, some of the manufacturers I think are disgusting. Yeah. Uh, one being Oscar Mayer, uh, one being Tyson uh, Foods, one being Hormel
0: oh, Foods. Oh, God.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: it's <laughs> disgusting. They yeah. should
1: just be labeled cancer causers, right? Basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rather than labeling the food or the ingredient a potential carcinogen, they just label like, like Oscar Mile, Oscar Meyer, potentially carcinogenic.
1: Exactly. The whole, just the the whole manufacturer. Then another one, Campbell's, where okay, we're going to tell you how much the percentage of uh, GMOs are, are in our soups. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of <laughs> thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you for changing out one dye for another dye. That's also as equally carcinogenic and toxic to my body. I appreciate you yeah. telling me that you've lied to me for thirty years, and now telling me we we, we 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 want to help you now. You know, we're really concerned with you. Like that asshole at Taco Bell. Remember that conference, that press conference we talked about years ago, Mike? There was a guy. listen, there's a guy at Taco Bell when when he was asked by one of the one of the reporters, "Why are you taking you know this corn out of your product you know and the reason was because of genetic modification people didn't want it so they were trying to create this illusion that they were concerned taco bell doesn't care they sell dog food you know and so the guy said rather than answering the question like well people were concerned about genetic modification rather than bringing that up because he was advised by the legal team not to do so he said uh you know uh corn it's a staple in mexican culture next question totally ignored the question <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly. Or it takes some six-year-old uh, schoolgirl to to write Gatorade to tell them to remove the uh, the fire 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 retardant chemical that they had in the in Gatorade. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the same fire retardant chemical they spray on the boxes of fast food burgers and chicken nuggets. It's it's literally fire retardant. Yeah. And if you're eating that, you probably are retarded. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know what to eat. What do you mean you don't know what to eat? Try, you don't know what a banana is?
0: <laughs> banana, apple, celery. I mean, there's some cauliflower, broccoli. I don't like And that's usually what people say to justify it. I don't, like, I don't it. like it. I don't like you
1: want it. No, you know, you, you, if that's the problem, then to get around that, I would even suggest get some Himalaya pink salt or some um, salt that has the... Um, The iodine is in it, which most salts, you know, remove that. But you can find natural salts with the iodine. Get that on. Sprinkle some salt on it if you don't like the taste of, let's say, uh, broccoli or something.
0: Hit hit it with some adobo. Adobo is a great seasoning. You know, onion powder, garlic powder. Oh, I don't like onion powder. It's like, I don't care what you like or don't like. I'm just trying to provide you with a different option, all right? You know, like one time someone said to me, well what 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 exactly would I eat if I'm not eating this, this, and this? I said, Well try some rice and beans. They're cheap. Well, I don't like rice and beans. Why would you tell me to eat that? I said, It's just an example, dude. There's so many other things you can eat.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's
0: like it's like people that come in the grocery store I work at and they come to my department and they ask me, Do you guys have any gluten free products? And I'm standing there in the produce section. And I say, It's all gluten free. They like, No, no, I mean like gluten free products. I said, Yeah. Do you not like? Do you not see all of the vegetables and fruits? And they're like, well, I mean like cookies. I was like, oh, so you want processed packaged gluten-free products, which only have to contain less than 5% gluten, but that doesn't mean they don't contain gluten, so you can still have a reaction. So why don't you just eat things without gluten in them, if you have a gluten intolerance?
1: All right. Uh, or do you really think it's the gluten and not um, the glyphosate? Right on the wheat
0: I imagine it's a contributory factor.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: A lot of different things. Well, Mike, I hear you got stuff going on in the background. We're about out of time. Are you walking your dog?
1: Yes, sir. Got to get that in.
0: Got to get the dog walking in. All right, all right. Well, Now, you now you do have on the dog a mask, right? I want to make sure that you are, and you got a six-foot collar. Right? Or a six-foot leash. He's got a mask on. yeah,
1: he's got the little booties for his feet you know that basically gloves he's got a mask on um i got something shoved in his anus he's all he's all set
0: just just to prevent canine flatulence
1: <laughs> you know because you can't you can't dogs you know their butts are out there you know in the, in the open and that that could potentially get us sick so we need to cover the dog butts up
0: I can't believe you know what that that sounds ludicrous. But there have been reports in the last two weeks. They're saying COVID nineteen spreads in semen, and suggesting that it might be dangerous to have sex. And then at the same time, the, the New York Times reported that that you know women are more likely to survive. So that's because of estrogen. Meaning that if you're a man, the New York Times said you should start taking estrogen. These what, um, these people are aliens, dude. Yeah,
1: total total agenda. Try to get that soy boy, uh, get rid of the masculine pro- uh, qualities of men. It's uh, it's crazy. The media is just
0: so corrupt. You know what? You know what? Speaking of that, I w- I was.
1: Are oh, you guys sound like Fox News? Uh, no, not at all. I don't I don't li- No, I don't, I don't listen to Fox that. That that's that's
0: another network run by retards. Exactly. And watched by retards. Who's that one guy on there? Who just always looks like he has a pole up his ass. Oh, the uh, probably Tucker Carlson Tucker. No, 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 no. no. I kind of like some of the stuff he does. I'm talking about that guy on like, was it Fox and the the, the table of five or something? and He just always looks like he's angry or he's going to jump over the table or something. I don't know. They all they're, they all look weird. Fox and they, plus they light that studio really weird. You know they should get some they should get some like like team members or something from CNN that know how to light green screens and fake sets. Get them in there to light the Fox News set because they don't know what they're doing. They need a new lighting guy. Yeah. What a pile yeah. of trash that network is. Fox News is disgusting. CNN's disgusting. They're all disgusting. It's just trash. Just like the food we eat. Just like most of the, the people you try to go on dates with. Just garbage. Hollow, trash, retarded people who don't have the wherewithal to even be able to have a conversation with you. All right. Now that's, that's, uh, that's my opinion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to get that off your chest.
0: I did have to get it off my chest. Although I was thinking, you know, so uh, one of my friends told me the other day, I kind of, I stood up for myself in a, in a situation and I just kept standing up for myself and I was showing factual information to back up and support what I was saying. And afterwards, my friend was like, man, you're like Clint Eastwood. That was badass. And I was, I was thinking about it when she said that and I thought, is it really that badass to show someone documented information? Is that the point we're at where people are so, so asleep at the wheel that me telling someone, hey, I have an opinion based on credible information, that somehow makes me a badass. And I was like, all right, I'll, t- I'll take the compliment. I appreciate it. But I just started thinking, <laughs> that's the level we're at. All these soy boys who take estrogen running around, and all I got to do is like say, hey, I disagree. And everybody scatters like a bunch of roaches when you turn the light on.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's uh, the Wilcock mentality of just
0: speaking
1: after ass without any type of data or factual evidence and then just people just believing it, you know,
0: love and light. Love and then and if light. you
1: show you actually, Hey, look, I have this document. I have this evidence here. Oh my God. You're a genius. <laughs> no, it's called just good. It's called just decent research. You moron.
0: Yeah. It's like those, it's like those, those jokes you hear in movies, you know, they're like, well, I don't think I could outrun a bear. And they're like, well, you don't, I don't have to outrun a bear. I just have to outrun you. It's like that. I it's like, I'm not really smart. I don't really have to be smart, I just have to be smarter than you, which apparently means having a kindergarten education for 9 out of 10 people.
1: That's also, yeah, well, you know, don't know uh, the history uh, of even the, of, of the country they were born in. You know, don't know uh, the presidents, have no interest in po- politics, which you should have some vested interest in politics, because those are the people that you're electing to make laws.
0: Yeah, many tips. Uh, don't
1: know don't know history of uh, the real history of wars. Uh, don't know the real history of who started the wars and the players in the wars uh, are are just. Uh,
0: you know. In, all right, I gotta who, go. Who sa- I gotta go. Who sa-
1: no, no I, gotta, <laughs> who? I gotta. I gotta. do the Wilcock meditation with the crystal bowls to get my chakras oh. back in line. All right,
0: all right, all right. Well, we'll let you go. I'm gonna ask you who who sang that song. Don't know much about history. Was that Sam Cooke?
1: I think so i'm not sure
0: because that that's the song that really exemplifies what you're saying you know don't know much about history don't know much about trigonometry don't know much about algebra I don't really know much about anything except i have strong opinions that i'm entitled to because i'm part of the group collective that gives me some form of identity for being an artificial version of what i actually am you know
1: yeah no we're yeah i'm an individual and, and i'm unique really then why do you look like uh, the next one with a shaved head <laughs> Uh, bald head, uh, pink haired, uh, dark rimmed glasses, uh, jean shorts, combat boots. You look like all the rest of them, you moron.
0: I feel a little bit bad for anybody listening for the first time because they're tuning into this and now Joe Roop on the network, he's going to get a really nasty email from someone. They called me retarded. If you send an email to Joe Roop, to the network, or to me that has any kind of observational analysis of the show, and you think that we're calling you a retard? It reinforces no, you, it reinforces why. the because, point.
1: Th- well, I'll tell you why. Because they're equating their their originalness with a political agenda. That doesn't make you original at all. It makes you a clone. Standard. Uh, I have short pink hair and dark rim glasses because I believe this way with everybody else. You are a a moron. The people that started with purple and pink hair were punk rockers who went against the grain. Made their own clothing, didn't go to top topic and buy the stuff. uh, Were rebelling against uh, a class system. Those are the original people that, uh, to me, uh, deserve to look that way. You, with your uh, liberal communist Marxist agenda, uh, your collective is that you all look the same too because of your political beliefs. Uh, It's just you're just
0: stupid, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? Colored hair, shaved heads. And the demasculation of men and the defeminization of women is, it's the uniforms that the communists wore in China after the revolution. Gray, plain, bland blobs of nothingness because their individual uniqueness was identified as part of a collective. That's exactly what's happening today they just it's not great it's like multicolored with rainbows and kittens and pizza and unicorn frappuccinos (laughs) right all right man i think i
1: think i I said my piece
0: all right all right i I know i know i I had to get a lot off my chest tonight it was good just to have a conversation and have no direction i I appreciate you coming on the show mike
1: Yes, I hope uh, people listening got something out of it. If you uh, go ahead and send your hate mail too, because I love uh, reading salty comments—I I don't mind at all. You you have. An, I'll give you even if you, I think you're a moron and a retard. You have. A, I'll give you the right to your opinion. So go ahead, send the emails in. And the, can't and wait to read them.
0: As much as we joke about it, I, I don't really get that kind of mail anymore. I, I get like exclusively positive emails, and anybody who That's doesn't th- doesn't think that way they go complain to somebody else because they don't have the balls to say it to me. Not even to my uh-huh, face, okay. but to my mailbox. Yeah. You know? That
1: sounds typical. It's typical. That mentality. But. Yeah,
0: it's totally typical. Like, I'm a badass. Oh, really? Would you like to fight? And then they run back into the basement, lock the door.
1: Yeah, or he's not wearing a mask.
0: Yeah, he's not wearing a mask. Well, how about this? <laughs> how about this? As an individual who cares about himself who cares about his environment, and who cares about others, I'm going to take care of myself, I'm going to take care of my environment, and by extension, I'm going to take care of others. That makes me, as a unique, empowered, sovereign individual, ultimately a collectivist. And all the people in the perceived collective who think that they're unique are actually selfish individualists, with the illusion, the perception, the delusion, really, that they are part of a collective when they are truly selfish and individual. And it's the individual who's empowered to be healthy, to be knowledgeable, and to be responsible. That's the ultimate collectivist. That's my piece, Mike.
1: No, sounds good. I like it.
0: All right, that's the mic drop. That's the mic drop.
1: That's the mic mic drop. Yeah. I just want to announce one thing, though, to people listening, that uh, next time I come on the show— I'll uh, probably be talking about uh, what's good for your hair as I have launched a product line of, uh, of of hair, of a cleanser, of a treatment, and a moisturizer for men and women, uh, hair made of original uh, natural oils and herbs that I've uh, put together. Uh, so I'm going to probably debut that uh, on your show next time I come on. Now, now you're, um, you're not serious. Ready, not,
0: you're serious too right
1: yeah no i'm serious
0: okay because i've been
1: working on this stuff for i've been working on this for years kept it secret until i got the ingredients uh, that i wanted to get in to cover a range of spectrum for for hair problems uh for both men and women and uh i finally uh started to pull the trigger on it and i really have something unique i've had testers use it uh it's come off very positive And I probably will promote that on the show next time I come on.
0: Again, Mike is being serious. And I just know that from our conversations, it sounds like you're joking, but you're not.
1: No, 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 I I don't know where this... uh, Actually, the idea brewed a couple years ago uh, because uh, my ex was into the oils. And I was really never that interested in it uh, rather than just using it for some uh, minor stuff and for diffusing. Uh, And I'm not really sure uh, how this all happened. Um, I was told that it happened spiritually, which is interesting uh, by a friend who is a a well-known psychic. But um, I kind of just kind of grew into it. And um, it's almost been kind of, uh, you know, I I like to enlighten and teach. um, And this is another aspect of helping people with uh, basically their hair,
0: so, so that could be the tagline right there. I'm not really into supplements and oils, but I tried it and it grew on me.
1: Right, right.
0: Do you have a you have a, a name for it, Matt, Mike's Magic Oil?
1: No, it's called Espresso Organics. Okay. Uh, and uh, Espresso means in Italian means thick. Uh, so it's uh, a hair treatment. For people that are having problems with the, you know, uh, it's not cure for baldness, but it will help regrow and strengthen your roots. It's also got a good, a lot of good oils for your scalp.
0: Will it help? Uh, so I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: And then uh, I have a moisturizer, conditioner, and also a cleanser to get. So if you use a lot of product in your hair. Uh, whether that be whatever, I have a, a a cleanser that will help cleanse your follicles too. And it's, there's no, uh, preservatives or any artificial ingredients in it. All my, all my ingredients are natural oils. Uh, so I've been really happy with it.
0: Will it help grow back liberal women's hair that they've shaved off in a defiant (laughs) act to look like men?
1: (laughs) I don't know, but they can try it. We'll give them two treatments. Just squeeze it on their head every night and put a shower cap on. We'll see what happens.
0: See what happens, yeah. And let's say for the record, conservatives—I put them in the same place as liberals, just so we were clear. And I don't like Fox News; they're a bunch of morons. All right, I got—I just got to say that. There's always that person. You just make fun of liberals. You're just like the right wing and the alternative media. No, I'm not. They're morons too. I'm an observer.
1: Exactly. Don't follow a left wing uh hardcore right wing hardcore uh mindset because that just puts you it, it doesn't open your eyes to the true problems it just pits you against totally against another group and you look at one way everything one way and you don't have a clear middle focus of okay what is actually the the what's actually going on right?
0: Maybe we can talk more about what's going on on the next show. We've really pushed the boundary. I, I made sure we had plenty of time tonight. I didn't know how long you were going to stay, but we've pushed the boundary of how long you have tonight. I hope that um, your dog Loki is okay. It probably needs to take a walk, and well, he, probably, he probably can't go to the bathroom because you've got every hole plugged up to prevent the virus from spreading, <laughs> like you said earlier. But
1: yeah, he's also he's also he's got uh, he's got. Uh, uh, the the mask, I was able to get over his eyes, too. Great, great. So uh, the Corona, the Karachi Corona wouldn't get in his eye sockets.
0: That's So, a, so I that's actually good. have
1: to lead him. He's almost like he's blind. I have to be very careful when I'm walking him, too.
0: So you've, you've got um, basically a hazmat suit for your dog. That's right. Yeah, that's probably a good thing because you don't want your dog to get you sick, and you don't want to get your dog sick. And what you can do... Is you can get your dog a little, like a little thing that hangs around his neck, and it says "I wear because I care." I've seen a lot of people wearing those.
1: <laughs> yeah, I also for his ears, I also dipped cotton balls in alcohol and put them in his ears so the virus wouldn't <laughs> get in there.
0: You know what I'm going to do?
1: No, please. I'm if a... someone's listening to this, I, I'm, I'm completely joking. Uh, on, see, on see, we're well, back to that thing. Is...
0: Now we don't know if you're my joking dog... about the oil.
1: No, the oil. Is... <laughs> The oil is legit because I will give the website that, that people can go and uh, get on and take a look and order if they if they want. Uh, I also provide a discount code for listeners of your show uh, next time I come on. But um,
0: that's Ascension One Two Three. That's, le-
1: that's legit. Uh, covering every hole, my dog's body is not legit. It's,
0: it's a joke. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. Sometimes you got to really clarify, Mike, because there are a lot of people that have less advanced mental and physical social development. Apparently, you know the definition. Yep.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And if you don't, you probably are that definition. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, you got your dog covered, ready to go. Uh, I want to make a sign that says "I don't wear because I do care," and then I want to get a shirt that says "I'm not queer and I'm here." <laughs> what do What do you think? Oh.
1: That's- yeah, no, that's a good shirt. You know? That's a good shirt. And you make the rainbow like upside down or maybe you you color the rainbow and just like, you know, bland grays and tones of gray. <laughs> yeah.
0: I saw uh, that that idea came from someone I saw with a shirt on one time that said, I'm, "Let's get one thing straight. I'm not." And I thought, "Let's get one thing straight. I am." And besides, I don't why do I care about your sexuality? I've never gone out in public and told someone my sexuality, you know, and if you were like hitting on somebody, it would be kind of implied, wouldn't it? Why does anybody need to know? exactly,
1: well, I can tell you that's you know, I did go on a date with one girl that's um a Russian chick that was like um, you know she was like you know i'm 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 pissed off about a gay. I was like, okay, why. And she's like, because I like rainbows and I, I want to just wear, I'm, I, I I just want to wear a rainbow shirt, but I don't want people thinking that I'm gay. I support gay rights. So I was like, I hear you. <laughs> that, that, that is c- completely right.
0: Yeah, but that's that's been co-opted, right?
1: Exactly. It's been stolen. Like you wear a rainbow and you support uh, gay rights.
0: You know what? Um, let me play one thing real quick and I promise you I'll let you go. Play one thing. This is an old. Uh, you remember Ralphie May, the comedian, big yes, big fat yeah. guy. He died. I think he died very of large. a heart attack. Very very large guy. And by the way, he made fun of his health. He made fun of his own weight. So it's fun. You know, people can make fun of themselves. But this is this is a little bit he did on um on the rainbow. Remember when you was a kid, you just draw a picture of your house. You put a nice big rainbow in the sky. okay.
1: They done took the rainbow. I want the rainbow back. You can't have the rainbow. We didn't vote on this shit. I didn't get an email. You greedy bastard! How many colors do you need?
0: I always, I always think of that. That's one of my favorite bits. I didn't get an email. Exactly. I didn't get nothing. They just took the rainbow. How many colors do you need?
1: Yeah, they need all the colors.
0: They need all the colors. Yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite, my favorite Ralphie May bit was when he said. He's, he said, you know, the people get mad at me for making fun of gay people. He's like, oh, they're sensitive. He's like, well, if you can take a dick in the ass, you can sure as hell take a joke. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, all right, that is, Mike. That's correct. All right, Mike. I'm going to be fined and kicked off air for this show, so we'll let you go, and I'm going to go deal with the legal ramifications of this. <laughs> all right.
1: All right, brother. Everybody, take care. I'll talk to you later.
0: All right. Bye-bye, Mike. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. It's just a joke. We're just having fun. Mike D with us this evening I'm Ryan Gable this is The Secret Teachings The Fringe FM we have a full show archive with great guests timeless subjects it's on the website at thesecretteachings.info my books are there as well Occult Arcana The Technological Elixir and Food Philosophy and I hope you had some fun tonight I had fun I think Mike had fun too back tomorrow night we should have uh, Charlie Robinson tomorrow we also have uh, M. Don Shorn next Tuesday and David Ike on Wednesday. Stay tuned to The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM. Stay safe and stay informed. We'll talk to you in the next broadcast. The Secret Teachings is the middle ground between the mainstream and alternative, between the official story and clickbait conspiracy. It lies between man's lack of critical thinking and his acknowledgement of discovering the patterns of nature. This is a radio show of objective analysis from the occult to pop conspiracy and health. A show we call The Secret Teachings. You can catch the broadcast Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM. TheFringe.fm and www.thesecretteachings.info